passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Those of you expecting to hear the dulcet tones of Steve Wiltfong, the second Steve was let free yesterday, he boogied and went on vacation. He aims for this time every year. He's on the verge of a breakdown. He'll be back next week. We went to the big guns again. Two times in one week, people the Dean of Ohio State recruiting the day after the first day of the early signing period. Bill Kerlick is here. William, how goes it? Going well. Morning, Dan. Uh, I think it's about uh, 35 or 36 national signing days in the books for me. Uh, Things have changed a lot, though, in those 35 years. Used to be uh, once upon a day that – the morning after National Signing Day, I was resting and relaxing, but no longer the case. It's also a very common thing to see the greatest cornerback of all time attract the number one player to Walter Payton's alma mater in Jackson, Mississippi. Good gracious, at least we're not Florida State. Bill, Ohio State finished yesterday, at least, with the number four recruiting class. Unbelievably, Texas A&M is number one. Please put in perspective how things went. Nobody's covered this cycle better than you. How happy do you think Ohio State is? How bummed are they? And I guess at the end of things, let's address the major defection of the day. Well, I'm sure they're happy. I mean, they, uh, they have, like you said, the number four class in the country. Um, certainly, they, they, they wanted to uh, also get uh, Terrence Brooks in there. That didn't happen, but... Um, you know, college coaches are always of the mindset, you know, yeah, you're not going to get every single player you want, but, you know, you, you emphasize the ones you got. And Ohio State got a lot of great football players. You know, they have the number four class in the country. They signed 17 out of the 19 yesterday. The 18th, as, as I uh, tweeted out yesterday morning, is zero worry. It is Gabe Powers, and he is absolutely going to be signing on Friday at a, with Ohio State at a ceremony at his high school. So, you know, that'll be number 18 on Friday. Um, but there's a little work to be done still. You know, they, as Ryan Day said 
in his press conference yesterday. They expect to sign 20 plus in this class. They're at 18. Um, Hero Canoe certainly is the, the name that uh, everybody would love to see be a Buckeye. I think he will. Uh, Omari Abor is another one. And then there's a handful of others. They would absolutely love to get Carson Hinsman from Wisconsin. So, um, you know, it, you put those three guys in the class, and I think everybody's pretty darn happy. In terms of how the schedule for recruiting is going to go, if we get a little more detail on how fluid it's going to be, do you expect new names to come in there? Give us how the 2022 cycle will finish up. Oh, there'll be new names. Uh, there always is. You know, Ohio State does a great job of uh, – giving themselves as many options as they can. And Mark Fantoni and his staff uh, are great at that. And there's going to be new names. Um, You know, one of them came up uh, about a week or so ago in Miles Frazier, big offensive lineman uh, from Florida International. And um, he wants to make an official visit to Ohio State. He uh, uh, is hoping to get a waiver from the NCAA that he can make that official visit during this dead period. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. The NCA can never predict what they're going to do, but he's hoping to get a waiver to do that because, um, you know, the school he starts at, he would like to start there in early January at the beginning of the semester. So he's hoping he can do that and get, get everything taken care of so he can start school when he wants to. Will it happen? You know, we'll see. They, they may just tell you, you need to wait until the end of the dead period, uh, January 10th, and, and go from there if you don't want to uh, get started at a school that you haven't been to, that type of thing. So we'll see. But there will, there will be some new names coming up. Um, uh, they, they still uh, have to address, as we said, the, the defensive line, maybe the offensive line a little bit, uh, a tight end. You know, the tight end room is – uh, a little bit shallow on depth right now. We don't know for sure what they're going to do with uh, Cade Stover. So a uh, tight end is a possibility as well. So, yeah, there's going to be some more names. I said this yesterday, and you can disagree if you like, but last year's class to me was highlighted by the defensive line and a quarterback. This year's class is highlighted by the linebacker trio now that Sonny Styles reclassified and a quarterback in Devin Brown. Would you agree this is an all-time haul at linebacker, even for the Buckeyes? Oh, it's spectacular. No question. You know, you've got two five-stars and another guy that has been a five-star and, um, you know, is, is at the very least a high four-star. And, and you know, my book, Gabe Powers, is a five-star type talent. Um, so you look at that, that trio – um, you know, you're not going to do any better than that. That's a spectacular trio. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how it all shakes out the first year, because as we know, Ohio State um, um, can, can use some help in the linebacker room. Uh, Devin Brown, that was a home run by Ohio State. You know, the old saying, when Ohio State loses somebody, I'm speaking of Quinn Ewers, they just replace him with somebody just as good or better, and, and that would be Devin Brown. So, yeah, I, I would totally agree. The linebacker hall is spectacular. Getting Devin Brown was an absolute home run, and, uh, you know, it's kind of a, the, the same thing that Ohio State fans are used to. They're used to tremendous coverage from the Dean. It won't stop until the cycle is done, and then we're on to 23. Bill, thanks for stopping by, brother. 
No problem. And uh, like I said, there's going to be new names and we'll have them here on Butnuts. There may even be a new name that Bill has that he's not telling you that he's going to tell you later today. We'll be back in just a minute with Steve Hellwagon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back and joined by the man on the beat, Steve Hellwagon. Combine the number of signing days he and Bill have done, and the Census Bureau will be getting involved, so we're not going to do that. But Steve, <laughs> you were there to hear Ryan Day talk about a lot of stuff yesterday. Just in general, how do you think Day looked given the recent loss in Ann Arbor? Yeah, he and the program been through quite a bit here in the last several weeks uh, since that loss to Michigan. And you could tell it, it's definitely still bothering him, still weighing on him. But at the same time, uh, you have to move on. And, and yesterday was uh, the national signing day for the early period. And uh, I think, uh, obviously, the, the results, it's a top five class as of right now, just 17 signees as of yesterday. Still going to get Gabe Powers, it sounds like, tomorrow. And sounds like they're going to try and add at least two or three more players, probably some help uh, on the defensive line in particular uh, would be uh, outstanding to add to this class as it goes along. I think he was very happy with the guys they got. Sounds like they were blindsided that Terrence Brooks uh, from Texas decommitted and went to Texas at the 11th hour. Uh, He admitted that they didn't know that Caden Curry, who committed on Tuesday, was going to come to Ohio State until Tuesday. And he said, Caden Curry told him, uh, this is where I think I needed to be all along. He said, well, we would have saved some sleepless nights had you told us that months ago. So I think uh, that was a good get for him at the end, even though uh, people don't get get so excited about that for whatever reason, number 80 player in the country and a defensive lineman that could probably projected any of the four positions. So on the whole, uh, I think they also uh, got out of the quarterback situation uh, pretty good. And he was effusive in his praise uh, of what he sees with Devin Brown, likes him uh, personality wise, arm strength and everything else. So uh, to me, uh, it seems like they they've hit, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a home run. I'd call it a, a stand-up triple for sure. But uh you know, still some work to be di- done with this class. And uh, before I would say it's uh, it's the home run everybody wants it to be. I give Dave credit. His hair is not great at all. Urban Meyer and Jim Trestle were like an American president. Their hair went from black or dark to gray immediately. Ryan is looking good on there. So we hope he can keep that up. Here's another question I have, though. Where to from here? Do you think they'll be super active in the transfer portal? There's a lot of other stuff going on besides recruiting that they addressed yesterday that we need to bring to the people. Oh, yeah. I mean, he covered a lot of topics uh, in terms of, first of all, the arrival of Jim Knowles, the new defensive coordinator. Uh, There was a lot of speculation when he basically cleaned out his office at Oklahoma State that he was coming to work at Ohio State immediately. But uh, Coach Day kind of Uh, debunked that says he doesn't think it would be the right thing for him to be kind of lording over everybody uh, and watching them do their jobs. Basically he will be in the facility 
for a day or two just to touch base with everybody, but uh, he is not going to be there as an overseer or uh, assessing people just yet. He says as of January 2nd, that's when uh, he and Jim will sit down and chart the course for the future with the defense. Says he's had full conversations with all of the existing staff members, and I'm not sure exactly what that means. Uh, was asked about whether Larry Johnson, if his time is up, I don't get the sense Larry Johnson's ready to go. So I think he'll be back next year and uh, remains to be seen what's going to happen with that. But uh, obviously they'll get the plan in place in January and uh, start uh, spring football in mid-March. They'll have the winter program for the players with Coach Marotti probably starting a week or two after the Rose Bowl game and uh, go from there. I think uh, he's trying to put as much focus as he can on the Rose Bowl game and uh, sending out uh, the players uh, who this will be their last game, some of them, sending them out the right way. I was asked about opt-outs and uh, did not uh, come forth with any information on that. Said that uh, basically quoting him that some guys still have some uh, decisions to make with that or still working through that. Uh, whether that's entirely truthful or not, we don't know because we don't get to go to practice every day and see whether or not Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave or Haskell Garrett or whoever else is out there. But uh, pretty telling that they're doing interviews today and Garrett Wilson, I don't believe, is going to be one of the players available to be interviewed. So kind of interesting on the whole, but uh, at any rate, uh, a lot of different topics. And again, as you said, the transfer portal I think that uh, they will be uh, very active in that, uh, probably taking one to three players. And if you ask me, I think you need a defensive tackle, you need a defensive end, and you may even need a linebacker. Three guys who have been uh, healthy, uh, power five conference starters or regulars or can play at that level. You know, you don't need to go out and get another EA Nateote who's been banged up and you don't know whether or not they can help the bottom line. I think you really got to vet this this time around and, and assume and hope that you can find somebody who can impact the bottom line in 2022. Yeah, I think you've said it before. They need more of a Jonah Jackson from Rutgers type transfer right. in several positions. That was a right. four and a half. And by the way, that guy's making good money with the Lions and playing good football. So let's finish with this. If you had 13 games in the office pool on how long Urban Meyer would last, you won. Yeah. Well, I'm an urban apologist. I've been pretty uh, active on Twitter defending him, and I guess I don't need to worry about doing that anymore because there's nothing left to defend. He's out of a job. Uh, with Temporarily. Uh, yeah, out of a job temporarily. What's his next step? I don't know. I think he needs to reassess and uh, – I think he needs to look inward. He's always talked about uh, behavior above the line and all these other things, but, uh, you know, saying it and uh, doing it, putting it in uh, into practice uh, were two different things, it seems, for this guy. And, and uh, you know, I think that uh, if he ever wants to, to be involved in football again as a coach, he needs to look inward and figure out exactly what it is he wants to accomplish. Is he doing this? simply as a money grab or is he doing it uh, because he wants to coach football and help people? I mean, that's the, the biggest thing. And I don't know. I, I think he's, I think he's got a lot of introspection. He's got to come to grips with. And, and uh, I just think, uh, you know, I'm having a hard time putting a word on aloof, aloof is one word. Uh, arrogant is another word. 
um, he has got to, uh, to, to, to fix himself before he can help others, I think. And I think that's, uh, that's probably where he's at today. And I, I just, um, this was a humbling, embarrassing experience for him all the way through. I, I got up this morning. I, I couldn't believe the news when I read it. And then I got on ESPN and, and uh, they did a great job. <laughs> They've got about a 20 paragraph timeline of <laughs> keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Yeah, of every, of every misstep along the way, beginning with hiring the guy from Iowa and, uh, you know, having a lot of cut and paste in that story, by the way, <laughs> a lot of OTAs that they weren't supposed to have. And, uh, you know, this is the gift that keeps on giving. He was yeah. so bad with the OTAs. They have to, uh, they have to skip two OTAs in the summer of 2022 because he had too many in the summer of 2021. So, I mean, this has been a spectacular failure uh, for a guy who who failure is not in his vocabulary. So, yeah, he's got uh, got a lot of unpacking to do. To you know, my buddies were saying, "Well, he get right back on Fox because." Uh, Big game Bob Stoops really didn't uh, bring a whole lot uh, to the equation there. So uh, maybe Stoops becomes more of a cameo and Urban gets right back on the set with uh, Messrs. Liner, the kid from Dublin. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. I think you're going to hear an announcement soon that Bob Stoops has been moved to the booth on certain games in the number two (laughs) slot. You know what I mean? Then yep. Herb, will be, Herb will be back in there. And I swear, I bet Herb just thinks, you know what? Saban couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm going to take a year off and he'll be back. I'm also an urban apologist for what he did at Ohio State. But my days of like defending him and saying, oh, he'll never, he, oh Ohio State was his dream school. It's like those days are done, man. We found out no man walks on water. I mean, it just, uh, you know, and you're right. Saban had the same experience with the Dolphins. He went down there and flamed out and uh there's been any number of people who've gone college to pro and pro to college. I mean, Dave Wanstead went the other way. He was a reasonably decent NFL coach. And if you think 550 football is pretty good and then, you know, uh, went to Pittsburgh and it didn't work out and he's found a home in the broadcast. So I don't know. It, it, there's, there's something there for him, but uh, he and his family need to sort it out again. They're back where they were probably 10 or 12 years ago where, need to do some soul searching and, and figure out what they want. It is always easier to be a soul searcher when you are financially <laughs> independent. Yes, it sure is. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.